Candy Muse. La La Rie. Whoever gets the chop tonight will be immediately entered into the online fame game. Alexis, with great power comes great responsibility. Which queen have you chosen to get the chop? This decision feels more impossible than ever at this stage of this competition. And when I say that this feels like the hardest decision I've ever had to make, I'm not joking, bitch. And that's why, unfortunately, the queen I'm sending home tonight is Lala. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Learn something from this. Mary, we are starting a change.org petition to get Alexis Michelle disqualified from All-Stars 8 and petitioning for them to refilm the season. Yeah, don't just re-edit it. I need you to refilm it. Don't this isn't a Sherry Pie situation. This is worse. No, refilm it. She betrayed Lala. She said she wasn't gonna vote her out, and then she did. And then she did. And you know what? I think if you checked, I think you might see that her jacket was not longer than her shirt. So I have two grievances. Can you believe it? She didn't vote out Candy. She voted out Lala, even though she said she wouldn't. She said, I saw you say that you said you wouldn't. I saw that movie, she said, and it was about Alexis. And it was all about Alexis. I can't believe they got Gwyneth Paltrow for that. A voice cameo. And you know what she said? (laughs) Get her, Jade. Because we're all about quoting drag race (laughs) at weird moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's quote Drag Race at weird moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm you not know, I'm joking, <laughs> bitch. Okay. Like, that's on par with Silky getting, not Meg Ganache being like, bitch, I was ready. It's like, what does it have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm not joking. And I'm bitch. not joking, bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> oh, I do that. You know, like, oh, I know that quote. Oh, oh, oh I do that. I do that. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it that that certainly felt like a scrambled moment, but also, I, I I I know it's not intentional, which is why it's so brilliant. But it, uh, it just to throw that quote in there shows that I mean, not shows, but it can also not be serious at all. None of this can be serious. No, this is just like this is some like it, it it feels like a classic drag race moment like if all stars was happening back in like 2011 this is the kind of shit that would go down you know with a queen like alexis <laughs> michelle and the gasp of like but you said you said you would remember I love all of the wrong decisions, right? Because it it reminds me of Showgirls when we talked about Showgirls. How the brilliance of that movie is that every chance anybody working on that project except Regina Gershon got, they made the wrong decision, right? Mm -hmm. You made the wrong decision! Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of Drag Race quotes. So, yes, she sent Lala home. Mary, I have so many theories, and I don't know, this might take 30 minutes to discuss. It might take 10, but there's so many theories I have about this because this was absolutely, like, I can't see that this... I, I guess I see one perspective of why this was the right decision, but and call me biased because I love La La Rie. No shade to Candy, you know, but I love La La Rie. 
how is this ever going to be good for Alexis to send Lala home? I don't know. I mean, it's it's such a because like there is, I mean, it's like what's the truth, right? Because like there is also that the one theory of like, oh Alexis, you scheming little drama queen, <laughs> you little cunt, yeah. yeah, rubbing your palms together in your hotel room, going, oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I know it'll get the kids talking, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah, totally. Right? Totally. Like she she was picturing the like the phone tree and bye bye birdie and she was like, ah, that's what's gonna happen. I've got it. You know, but like <laughs> like right, because like otherwise we buy into this whole tortured narrative of like who's Alexis to choose her New York sister Candy, even though were they distant cousins, or her new friend <laughs> Lalo Ree, who saved her at her lowest moment. I love that narrative, but I also love the third story of like Alexis. You just know, you know, you little, you little, you little bitch, you little bitch, yeah, you, you little bitch, you little bitch, you. You knew exactly what you were doing, you little bitch. You were pulling the pads. Yeah, <laughs> I saw say. you talking to Jimmy Goosey. And yeah, the, that producer over there yeah. he said, hey, Alexis, I think it would be a great idea right. if all week long you kept thanking Lala and saying how, you know, you'll remember this and you'll never forget it. And then you got to vote her out. That, vote would, her be, out. that yeah. would be wild. Oh, man, I think that would make great TV, Alexis. Don't you agree? Yeah. I, wouldn't that draw a crowd? Yeah. Wouldn't that draw a crowd? You think there are men in this country who ain't seen you draw a crowd? Um, that's not the quote. <laughs> no, but you know. Wait, see you vote out La La Wait, see you vote out La La Because, it, you know, I was I was listening to an episode of The Bald and the Beautiful, and they were talking about, like, fans coming up to them and being like, um, oh, like, like being weird about, like, recognizing them or wanting a picture. And Katya was like, bitch, maybe, I think it was and, – and if it wasn't them, it was someone else – was like, I do this – because I want to be recognized. Like, I'm not doing this for fun. Like, yeah, I want the attention. And so I kind of feel like, think about Alexis. I think about this drama queen, this theater kid. It's like who's been feasting off of audiences and, like, getting validation. It's like, and and creating a moment, creating a dramatic moment. I just don't think... I love I love the idea that this wasn't on accident. I love the idea that this wasn't like, oh my god, Alexis, what did you just do? I love the the narrative that she knew exactly what she was doing. I, I love that narrative too. I don't think that's what it is. I will say, I will say it is a beautiful meme. The the picture on the top is Alexis saying, "Oh, I'll 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 never forget this. Thank you so much." And the next shot is Alexis's kind of like face as she's holding Lala's lipstick. Oh, it's it's kind of like there was a post on Reddit of like when Alexis knew she was going to win this lip sync and it's the moment they revealed Nikki Tall. And I was like, "Yeah." Right. Oh, I have I have uh, kind thoughts on that. Kind thoughts, but uh, yeah, I I I don't think that's what it is. I think that Alexis actually didn't read the room because there's no world where this was actually going to turn out well in her favor, right? So she, you know, obviously she's trying to have this redemption on this season, and it, I think she just missed missed the opportunity right yeah you keep your word you keep your word you said you weren't and then you know i don't know there, like there's no world where i feel like people would be like oh good for you for keeping candy you know what i mean no even candy fans 
even candy fans are finding a way to be like, fuck you, Alexis. <laughs> well, you know, it's because Alexis is afraid of candy and she's got <laughs> right, those exactly. tears, you know, like it's exactly. Just, it's, I mean, I don't think any of that's real either. I just I know it's not. I'm just like enjoying the fact that like, oh, I I didn't see this coming until right before it happened. And I was like, oh, no, of course she's going to send Lala. Of course. This, this, Mary, I gasped. I yeah. said, no way. Yeah. No way. Oh, my God. It, I mean, it, it was a shock. It was a shock. It's getting everybody angry. Uh, I feel like even the drag queens, you know, that are, you know, obligated to stand up for Alexis or having trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and then there's like, a, I think like Aja who basically pulled a Kennedy and was like, you don't have to apologize. And was like, <laughs> never force these queens to apologize. She did what she did and she made the right decision. Um, Cause Alexis had some tweet about like, it was an impossible decision. Oh yeah. yeah. She's, and yeah, if yeah, I could have like, slept on it. Yeah. And if yeah. I could have done it over, I would have done it differently. So she basically implied if I, if I had a second chance, I would have picked Lala over, over candy. Well, uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. She saw the whole season and how the narrative was playing out. Production edited for this moment. I feel like it was a long con. Like, for this moment, they edited all season long. And she has been revealed as the true villain of the season. And I'm marking it now. Alexis Michelle is the true villain of the season. You know, the editors are just naming it, right? They've created it. And this was the moment that the mask came off. And I think this is how you really become a diva of Drag Race, is something mm. like this. Like, this long con where, like... We all thought we saw the whole story when Alexis cried about not getting the part she wanted in the Rusical. And I was like, no, that yep. was just act two. No, this was that was yep. Carrie before the prom. And then you thought Mary. she was going to burn down C Candy's prom. And instead, just like just like Betty Buckley gets knocked out for just being a good friend in Carrie. Right. She took out Lala Ree. Oh, Billy, I hate Lala Ree. <laughs> exactly. She oh. Alexis Michelle she, revealed herself to be the Chris Hargison of the season right. of Drag Race. <laughs> Act one is so she makes her a roast chicken, talks about how much she loves Lala. Mm -hmm. You know, it was all set up like, I mean, just gold, TV gold for people to be angry. Now, there is that other perspective, right, of like, uh, yeah, we want drama on TV, but not this drama. And I'm just kind of like, Mary, there's there's two sides to every coin. You know what I mean? You either want drama or you don't. And I get the people that don't. They're like, let's just have a competition. Fair people. Uh, the fairness being at play, meaning like the queens don't vote each other out. Right. It's all about who actually did the best. Meanwhile, that's subjective. But anyway, that's another story. Um, no, I thought this was a wild moment. I, I did not see it coming. I really didn't. I was like, oh, we're going to get this satisfying sending candy home because the, they, they set that up even in untucked this whole mm -hmm. like we had an I, we had an alliance and I didn't hear from you, Candy. You oh, know? my God. I love that. I, I mean, this untucked wasn't like action packed, but I definitely like was excited to watch it because I just needed to see like what story is Alexis telling Lala on her yeah. one-on-ones? What's going on <laughs> right. between Candy and Alexis? And we're really seeing in the Untucked that Candy was like, I'm just going to kiss her ass. So, like, oh, there's also that other lens of, like, oh, Candy, 
She's so good. She's so good. Yeah. And like she knows exactly what she's doing. It's, yeah. a, it's actually pretty brilliant to watch. When you think of it from a survivor lens, yeah. I have two things to say, right? Candy's doing brilliantly and everybody else is doing so poorly. At top five, that's when you backstab. I mean That's when you backstab. Yeah. You you yeah. vote out Candy at top five. You absolutely do. But I and I also I respect that like Candy's here playing the game and she wants to win mm-hmm. and she and and would I do the same thing in that position? Would I be kissing Miss Michelle's ass? Absolutely. So I I respect the game and totally at this point I also feel like you know as so many of us present company included have expressed drag race fatigue this is what keeps it fresh you know what i mean like yeah i like the meritocracy something to talk about you know and i yeah. like seeing the right person yeah. win and all that but Same. Yeah. you know what do we remember you know we remember naomi small saying life's not fair and sending manila home right. i mean right. i remember that almost the most from that season Absolutely. Like uh, uh, such a gag. Now, I mean, the rumors are that they're not doing this format next season. Right. And I hey, we'll see how that works out, that they're going to have more of an all star seven format. But uh, if uh, if this reaction, this fan reaction all season, really, but certainly this one um, is is any course for what's to come. Right. Like. Yeah, they're, I guess they want people to be less angry and sending less hate. My question is, I think Candy's kind of off, you know, the chopping block. Jimbo, you can say, is aligned with Candy, so she, of course, would vote for Lala. But nobody's coming for Jessica. Well, Jessica's in the sweetest spot. She really, I mean, you want to talk about playing the game well. Jessica has stayed in that sweet spot where, like, everybody likes her. She's doing mm. well, but she's not the front runner. She has she has been in the bottom, but I don't think she's I don't think I don't think she's ever been like, oh man, Jessica really pooped the bed this right. week. You know, like they're right. she's really just been kind of like riding the wavelength. And I feel from like a a season of television standpoint, Jessica is getting an impeccable edit. Like just Paging Jessica Wilde. Yeah. Paging Jessica Wilde. Uh, where she doesn't even need to win. I mean, I'd be happy if she did. Oh, I kind of wanted her to win. Oh, that. I would love yeah. her to, but like she, I think in ter- in terms of the like people falling in love with Jessica Wilde again or seeing Jessica Wilde again, it's like, oh yeah, you you killed it. You did great this season. Is the top three going to be Alexis Candy and Jimbo or Jessica Candy and Jimbo? Are they going to bring the villain? Are they going to diabetes it? Well, I. And, and you never know what's going to happen, but I saw some chit-chat on Reddit that there's only going to be a top two. So there's multiple, There's lots of episodes That there's left. like four episodes left. So there's the roast next week, and then I guess the like... I mean... They, RuPaul song? Yeah, but they usually don't do a reunion for an all-star season. No, no, there won't be a reunion. There won't so be a reunion. I don't know. I don't know, Maria. I don't know what it is, but... Um, I guess they. Well, did I know a- the Fame Games. They're voting on the fourteenth, right? Yeah, there was a reunion so maybe for All Stars too. I remember that. Yeah, and then there was never a reunion again. Yeah, but maybe they're bringing that right. back. You know, fans back. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I would be shocked. I would be shocked if Alexis was not eliminated after 
after what happened this week. I would just be shocked if the producers like allowed her to keep going through. Oh yeah, the story I think is not over. I think we just saw the next act of it and then the final act is like Candy sending Alexis home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then it'll be Candy, Jessica, and Jimbo in the top three. And mm. then if they if they do go for some reason to a top two, I feel like on I mean I'd like to see I'd I'd say Jimbo and Jessica would be really cool. That would be my favorite, and it's definitely going to be Candy and Jimbo Mary. Like, I know, <laughs> but you never know. I'll tell you. You know, I don't. I, I don't. Candy's think... been great TV. You know, everybody keeps praising uh, Alexis for being great TV, but Candy's, you know, best supporting actress there. You know, I didn't see Kylie Sonique Love winning her season. I don't even know oh. at what point. I don't remember ever feeling like, oh, she's definitely going to win this season. So. Jessica's kind of similar for me where I'm like, I'm not really thinking of you as someone who's going to win the season, but could be a pleasant surprise. Could be a very pleasant surprise. Uh, I mean, Kylie fell during her lip sync. She fell. And it, like turned it into a cartwheel and yeah. like, just pretended that it was fabulous, you know? So anything can happen. Any edit can happen. Um, I, I also have a theory about the lip sync. Uh, which I'll just talk about right now. Uh, we might as well jump to the end because we started with a clip of the week at the end. So, you know, you have Nikki Doll, right? We love Nikki Doll. Uh, she was great on uh, French Drag Race, right? Uh, can't say anything bad about her hosting abilities. I have thoughts that I'll share later about the Lipstick Assassin criteria, but Mary, they all picked Lala. I know. They all picked Lala. Yeah. So... So there was no world in which the producers were going to not have Alexis win. It's so much more interesting. Right. And in terms of once they knew who everyone was picking, it's like, okay, well, it's the same outcome either way. I mean, and I think Alexis won the lip sync fair and square, but in terms of getting to the same ending, I think having Alexis pull the lipstick out of her bra titty was a lot better. I do think Alexis won, uh, and it was way better. I did see some interesting editing going on uh, for the lip sync. Like, there were parts that you saw some dancing that obviously were not the part during that song. Yeah. During that part of the song. You know what I mean? It was Frank and edited that lip sync. And that um, song, so, I, I think, needed oh. it needed a V8. A V8, like the drink. Yeah, yeah. It I needed a, drink. you know, if you had a V8 today, like it just, I feel like the best part is that little, you know, your aunt at a wedding da, da, dance da, da, da. at the end. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mary, let's not forget in that song, one of the lyrics is, are you ready, Boots? I'm pissed, Boots. I'm pissed, Boots. <laughs> boots, you know, like, yeah. Uh, that Yeah, the, the reason for that lip sync is the end of it. And it's a lot of buildup. I will say this. Alexis didn't do poorly, like, the face-wise, right? It's just kind of a low-energy song. I do think that if there – I don't know. Part of me is wondering if there was another kind of comedy queen they could – like, Pangina, I feel mm -hmm. like, could kill this lip sync. Oh, yeah, right. But, I mean, Pangina can turn, you know, Jiffy into gourmet, you know? She can lip sync to a heavy metal song and make it funny. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, it, it, certainly I feel like the overall narrative of this episode, I was like, that was a great episode. That was fun. That was a fun little, you know, twist and turn. And, and I don't know. I mean, I was sad to see Lala go, but 
Mm. I, I kind of was feeling like that was going to happen soon anyway. I mean, I sort of felt like at the beginning of the episode when she was like, well, I'm just coming off a win and I'm feeling great. And I'm like, and you're going home this week. And you're going <gasps> home this week. I saw Lala go into the top three, Mary. I I was really excited for it. I love her so much. I'm really mad that she's gone. I think she's so charming. I do think that she had a great redemption, though. So it, you know, the her star kind of rose and shines brighter because of how she did on the show. You always want to go home too early. I think that's a really great way to go home if you're going to go home. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did I love this episode, Mary? I think we can disagree here, but uh, I liked it until the gag. Or I didn't like it until the gag. I thought it was kind of a slog. Oh, I had a good time with it. I, I enjoyed it. I, f- I mean, I feel like, you know, we we got, you know, the return of Chanel. We got the, the finally the De Niro and Pacino of Drag Race meeting, Alexis Michelle and Chanel. I mean, that was a oh. big that was a big moment for me. Okay. Uh, I I don't know. I had a good time with this episode, and I feel like in terms of Lala, I mean, she's another one who I feel like had kind of an impeccable edit all season. She did well. Mm. She won some money. She won that lip sync, and she was the like. She won the she won the the ball. By the way, she won the ball. That look, I love that look, Uh, and the way she went home. It's like. It's like, oh no, you. We, we, Lala was the like the innocent victim of it all. So yeah, she's the yeah. robbed queen, and that is a great yeah. way to go. I think so. I think so. Oh, La La Ree, La La Ree, Miss Ree. Anyway, well, you know, I guess I'm gonna keep my eye on Jessica Wilde. Paging Jessica Wilde. Yeah, you better page her. And I'm gonna page her. I'm gonna beep her. You yeah. Know. Call her on her phone. I'm gonna text her. It's gonna be great. Yeah, remember that? Remember that? Like, what? It was that little phone. It was sort of like a mix between a phone and like a, a walkie-talkie that people used to have, and it made this like really loud like bah, bah, sound whenever someone got a message. Oh, it's called like what were those called? They were yellow, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not crazy. What were those called? Yeah. It was like a radio. You had to be on like a radio frequency with yeah. your friends, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. That was that was a weird time. That was a weird time. That was a strange time. Mary's help us out. What's it called? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mary, I've made a decision. Oh yeah. I am taking a page from the book of Maxine and I am reclaiming my time. Okay. I endorse this decision. I'm reclaiming my time. Well, if you can't reclaim it, someone else will be happy to take it off your hands. And I've been too happy to give it away sometimes. My time, my talent, my energy. But never your french fries. I mean, you know, let's be real. I'm not vying for sainthood here. Well, I hear you, Mary. I got to remind myself to make time for me every week and for my cat. Most importantly, these cats. Maintaining that kind of balance can be hard on our own. Luckily, there is help out there. Why do I feel like we're about to talk about therapy? Because we're definitely about to talk about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, if you're struggling to find more balance in your life, maybe it's time to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off your first month. And that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. 
All right, Mary. We could jump into this episode. I I gotta say, I I I didn't understand the baloney thing. Um, I know what it was referencing, but I just don't know why they told Jimbo to do it. <laughs> or did they? Maybe she just was like, it's time to, you know, some of these queens come in with a prepared entrance, you know, and they do a little a little thing when they come in. And I think this was Jimbo's variation of that. Uh, she well, did, judging. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, but she did something similar after the ball when she was throwing leaves from her look at, at the queens the next week. So, oh, continuity. I mean, I don't know. They didn't have much to talk about They before RuPaul comes in. It was just this like, oh, my God, nobody's here. You know, and I don't know. I feel like they, they needed to fill in and somebody put baloney in the car, uh, in the van uh, for Jimbo. It's just sitting on you the know seat. What I mean? And it was like, oh, yeah. you you know, with a, with a note and, being like, please produce. <laughs> Uh yeah, and fuck that shady bitch Shangela. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Get out of my station. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I feel like that's why it smelled so bad because it was sitting in a hot van. Yeah, know? I did. I I didn't <laughs> feel like this was a closed package of Oscar Mayer that was in Jimbo's refrigerator in her hotel room until this day. I feel like this was warm meat. Uh, w- wait, did you say warm meat warm, or war meat? Both. It's war meat. This is war meat. This is this is only. Pseudo- I saw war paint. Yeah, this this it's similar. This is war meat. This is the porn version where they lay in bed and jerk off in front of each other for two hours. Oh, wearing their camo. Wearing their camos. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's like a All boot right. camp musical. Oh, boots. Yeah, <laughs> boots. Well, and then there's war horse. Are you ready, boots? You know, and then they start fucking. Yeah. Right. But they're just puppets. Warhorse. Yeah, but then they're oh, yeah, just puppets. Horse. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. They're just puppets playing with their boots and playing baloney. With, yeah. yeah. And jerking off okay. in front of each other. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what they do. That's what they do in the army. They yeah. jerk off in front of each other. I, hey, I've been there. I know this. Uh, there was no pussycat wig for RuPaul. Were you upset? Of course. I mean, you know, is the bus still running if I don't see the bus driver wig? I don't think so. A pussy. Yeah, yeah a, a pussy. pussy. I was looking for that pussy. <laughs> oh, we both we both played it. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. I maybe it just plays twice. No, it was it, uh, Riverside is being a little. She's being a little empty. bitch. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> I, I tried what to call. <laughs> I said I tried to call the nurse again, but she's being a little bitch. You know? <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> Think I'll get out of here. You don't know that song by Pink, where I can run oh. as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. But she's being a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh my god, it was the best thing. It was the best thing. But she's being a little to come bitch. Come out of that era, Mary. It was so good. It was like early two thousands, and it was like um, the lyrics are like uh, I said, I'm trying to call the nurse again, but she's being, being a, a little, little bitch. bitch. <laughs> I want the backstory on that. nurse. Yeah, yeah. Who's that nurse? Yeah. <laughs> Oh She's god! Just doing yeah. her Who's job. The nurse? <laughs> being a little bitch to yeah. pink. Yeah, <laughs> we banging on pots and pans for this nurse, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. I think the lyrics. Before I look them up, the lyrics are like, um, uh, it's like uh, something. Something's making her itch. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I. God. It's life all support. Uh huh. Right? It's uh, all coming see, back to me like now. Pill, just like a pill. Lyrics. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Yeah, so it's I can't stay on your life support. There's a shortage in the switch. 
I can't stay on your morphine because it's making me itch. Uh-huh. I said, I tried to call the nurse again, but she's being a little bitch. <laughs> uh, what year did that song come out? Oh, just like a pill. All right, let's see. Let's play a little game. Can we, we want to play a little game? Yeah. Guess? Yeah. I, the, I, and I have no reason to know if this is true, but the first number that pops into my head is like 2004. Earlier. Oh, my Jesus. Uh, not 98. Not, no, 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 no. Like 2001. This is like a 9-11 era song. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. The song was released worldwide as the thir- third single from Misunderstood mm. with the Z. Yeah. Misunderstood in June 2002 and was a commercial success. So, uh, but it was released, you know, as on the album um, I, or early, I think. Right. Uh, that's how they do it. Yeah. The, yeah. It's on anyway. the album and then they release the singles. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jessica Bell, 20, 2002. It looks like 2002. 2002 yeah. is just like a pill. So let's just say 2002. Uh, yeah. Um, she's being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get out of here. What? Oh, we were talking about somebody being a little bitch. That's why. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Don't remember how we got on <laughs> that dance? Girl, I do not know. Um, <laughs> but in any event, uh, so, all right. You know what? This was, So this is apropos of nothing, but I'm just transitioning us. Um, but uh, one thing I noticed this week, and this has been not a running theme this season, but a thing is obviously on the runway there's some beats that I enjoy. Well, this week, Mary, I, the conversation in this clip is not relevant, but the beats, listen to the workroom beats in this clip. So how you feel what you got in your boxes? I like it. Um, it's not unconventional material this time, child, so I'm not trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with right. a pot and a pan. Right, right, right. What do you think you're gonna make? I wanted to do a gown with like the the stone trimming. Those stones could be breaking needles. Breaking needles, right. I mean Dramatic I'm... strings. I mean paging two thousand and one. I feel like that's two thousand one era. You have the the bass and the, the poom clack mm-hmm. beat. Very simple. And then these synth strings that are just drama. Think of like Survivor. Oh. You know, by by uh Destiny's Child. Yes, absolutely. No, I love a, I love a dramatic synth string. Uh yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, I I love it. Yeah. So that just like I was like, ooh, these stakes just got higher. Yeah, they put that under La La Reed talking about all the things that she doesn't know how to sew. And I was like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Well, it's like and that was probably the only time we really like we were reminded, oh, Lala Ryu might be in trouble because I feel like Jimbo is the big red herring leading up to the runway. Oh, God. It was. Oh, I was just like, please, please. This kid could do this in his sleep. Mm -hmm. He needs literally 45 minutes to put together a gown like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like the face Keeney, it's all going to work out. It's all going to be fine. He didn't have to do makeup. They had two hours of makeup. He didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I call shade, right? I call a little shade shenanigans. I feel like any other queen, the judging panel would have been like, hey, can you take off your face Keeney? I feel mm-hmm. like they would have wanted, and then they would have like marked off points for not having a face on. Yeah. There'd be a shade rattle. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I also, I feel like, 
Jimbo, I mean, yeah, certainly Jimbo's brand is kind of so clear and Jimbo's aesthetic is so, so much bigger than the face that like, of course, Jimbo can pull this off. And, and yeah. I love the yeah. idea that there was so much look there that all we needed were a couple of pearls, you know, uh, to make two eyes and a, uh -huh. and a smile. And I was like, yeah, this, I love this to make it Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a perfect kind of marriage. I totally saw Jimbo in that look. Whereas the other girls, I didn't really necessarily maybe Candy. I think I definitely saw Candy in what she put on the runway. But like, I don't know, Jessica and Alexis, they weren't. I didn't necessarily see them see their drag aesthetic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could sort of I feel like Alexis Alexis to me was successful in that I saw the Trinity influence and I could kind of see the like high Alexis Michelle drag mm, Broadway the, drag the Broadway mm -hmm. drag of it all and obviously that the paint was great and all that so it was like I was like you know I think I think Alexis I think she really nailed this I, I, Jessica I mean agree I mean I agree with that Jessica's sure. stunning I mean I'll say this I didn't. I mean, I know we're kind of just jumping around, but I didn't live for Jessica's dress. I feel like that little waterfall. I was like, I, I remember people have done this on Project Runway, and every time, and the judges are like, and I just love this cascading waterfall down the front of the dress, and I'm like, I don't, I don't like this, and uh, that's how I felt here. So at least I'm consistent. <laughs> I I gotta say, putting the two pictures back to back of Alexis's, uh, you know. Native American YMCA look next to this. I mean, you certainly are like, wow, she oh, is, yeah, certainly grown into her aesthetic. Really understands kind of what she is here to do, you know, and and what she looks like. Um, I I love Jessica's dress. Actually, I don't know if I love Jessica's dress as much as I loved RuPaul's reaction to it. Mm -hmm. And I love Jessica. I think you know, as Dar Darian left. And then Lala left like we needed someone to hold the pizza. And I think that Jessica is left mm. holding the pizza as like, I don't uh, care what you wear. I'm just happy to see you. Yeah, she's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I was excited that she got on the season and I'm happy that she is going you know, seemingly towards the end uh, to the end. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I liked her dress. I thought I was like, wow, you made that. That's pretty fucking cool. And then RuPaul had this just like, you know. Uh, you're going to win my competition look on her face, you know? <laughs> was this the week or was it last week that when Jessica came out on the runway, it just cuts to RuPaul saying, Jessica. That's this one. Yes. This as soon as she said it, I was yes. like, oh, wow, that's a reaction. <laughs> let's let's crown Jessica yeah. to death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's crown Jessica to death. <laughs> uh. Why fight it? Okay. Okay, so come on down. Why fight it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh yeah I uh, let's go let's go back we 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 are jumping around that's okay this is our podcast we could just talk about this show yeah, it's gay I pride. do want to talk about yeah it's gay pride Mary it's gay pride not any other type of pride nope. right Mary nope it's it, gay pride I, I just want the G and none of that L B T not <laughs> any of that alphabet soup business yeah, I'm not looking for soup I'm just looking for nuts nuts. I just want nuts from 
Soup to nuts. Just no. Just give me the nuts. <laughs> just the nuts. Just the nuts. Just the nuts. Your nuts. Yeah. Uh, Marys, we are totally kidding. Don't okay. clip that and make us sound like we're LGBers. Turf. Yeah. And we're not even LGBers. We're L. We're just G's. We're just we're G's. Just no. G's. I don't even want the L's and the B's. We're a couple of G's. Just Mary. a couple of G's. <laughs> couple of F's, if you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, just a couple of F-trons. Uh yeah no I uh I don't know how we got onto that so oh celebrating we're so, we're jumping around because it's gay pride and we're exclusionary yes, queers that's yeah right, that's right um, yeah. we're not queers no we're gays we're gays yes we're, we're men we're gay not we're gay not not queer, queer that's triggering uh, I hate that word yeah. I, I grew up hating that word <laughs> oh I grew up hating gay yeah so what now I grew up hating olives I still don't like them. <laughs> Olives? No, yeah. put that on a tote bag, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up hating olives, and I still don't. And like I still them. don't like them. So, you know. Oh God! All right. So Chanel and Raven. Uh, Chanel is Mary. Is she auditioning to be a game show host? Give her the job. She's, I mean, just like uh, crown her, crown yeah. Chanel. When Raven comes in, and she's like, "We're here," and the way that Chanel enters, and Chanel, and kind of yes. like kind of elbows her way in next to Raven. It's it is on par with bitches I'm back, Nisha Lopez. It's one of my favorite entrances. And Chanel. Oh my God. I'm so happy. The inclusion of Chanel, the recognition of Chanel, the the memorialization, the galvanization of Chanel. I love this. There it was so it felt so Fabricated, constructed, fake, faux, high camp, high drag of her playing a host in the workroom. And I got to tell you, completely outshined, upstaged, dog walked, bodied Raven. Didn't, like, I don't even remember Raven being there. I couldn't even see her, but maybe it was her dark foundation. It was the dark foundation. The, yeah, That's I think right. that was the problem. No, I agree. I think that Chanel, you know, when she started asking the Queen's questions, I was thinking about her infamous season one challenge with the talk show with Tori, Tori Spelling and her husband and her, her waterfall of questioning. And I thought, no, this is a glow up. Chanel is asking one question at a time. Uh, Chanel. Chanel, who's... I mean, I obviously, like, this was my favorite moment. Painting Jessica Wyatt. I just felt like it was, like, three old aunties mm -hmm. that have been in this game together, talking for a while, have, like, worked together on the road, etc. Uh, I, I loved this little chit-chat, this... Mm -hmm. this trifecta uh did you uh, i'm i'm guessing here that you liked alexis the most i mean i and just kind of seeing those two energies just like be present with each other that was exciting but i'll tell you my favorite part of this and i have to believe that this is an easter egg from the editors because when they are talking to jimbo and they're like oh you know uh, just about feeling confident in the competition and Jimbo says something along the lines of like well every time you think it's in the bag it's in someone else's bag mm. and on someone else's bag it cuts to Chanel like pointing and agreeing and I was like that is a reference to Klepto Chanel stealing from the <gasps> bachelorette party it's in someone else's bag and I was like I see what you're doing here and I this is for the seven people who know what you're doing right now 
it's in someone else's bag. And I was like, oh, Chanel knows all about things being in someone else's bag. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I mean, they had a very easy conversation with Jimbo because I think they all get what's going on. Uh, It was interesting hearing them talk to Alexis because it's like, oh, well, you know, you're. You, 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 you must have felt good. How did it feel that they all, you know, kept you in this competition? Meanwhile, the 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 producers that fed them those questions know very well what's going to happen. That Alexis is the villain of the season, and that that she is going home next week. You know what I mean? So it's just it's interesting that they're, I don't know, that they're able to do this. That they're getting as much out of this as possible. Like, oh, let's let's try to find another soundbite of Alexis talking about how grateful she is to be saved. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, Chanel took that job and was like, I've got it. I will get you all of the footage you need. Yes, 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 exactly. Chanel, she shined. I can't believe it. She shined. But, Mary, I I still can't believe. You know, I know Alexis personally. So, again, you're different on the show than you are off the show. But, like, how did you not know to pick Candy's lipstick? Like, how did you not know? How did you fall right into this trap? You know, it was a trap. I I don't know. I mean, I'll 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 say this. I I think that's why I go back to my theory of like I love the idea of like oh no, I uh, this Alexis knew this okay. was Katniss Everdeen holding up the the blueberries and being like, <laughs> well we're both gonna eat them then. How how about that? How about that Pan Am? Mary, what? How are you referencing the end of that book? Did you see that movie? Yeah, and I've read the book. I know I know all about the really? Hunger, the Hunger why Games. I, why do I feel like you would be like, oh, I hate it? Oh. Why do I feel like you're like that? I blew through those books. Oh, my God. Is that Suzanne Collins? Or yeah, who am I? Suzanne. Suzanne Collins. Who's, who's the one that wrote the, the vampire... Uh, uh, Kristen Stewart movies. Oh, that's um, Twilight. Twilight. That's uh, you know the woman who wrote Stephanie Myers. Oh, Stephanie. Stephanie Myers. Steph Myers. Yeah. Steph. Steph. Yeah. Uh, hey, but Steph. Susie Collins. Yeah, but Susie. Susie Collins wrote Katniss Everdeen. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I just love that you made that reference uh, to the blueberries, and you're saying that you think you love the theory of alexis okay no, yeah uh, that alexis, alexis is like being i katniss. yep okay. like i know exactly what i'm doing here yeah. yeah you're not getting candy home mm-hmm. she's my new york sister yeah we're sisters you know we've never spoken in new york but we are sisters <laughs> you know i one time fell asleep on the z train and ended up near candy's apartment <laughs> And I called her and she said, who's this? And hung up. So I know Candy. Oh, you know, I again, I'm making all of this up. I don't know if this is real, but I cannot imagine a world where Candy and Alexis are like hanging out. I can't I I can't either. I just I but I love I love the idea of it because it's so like such a 90s comedy of like two very different Mm. like it's it's practically National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You know what I mean? In terms of like very different types of people being from the same Mm. family. Yeah. And from New York. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is why it's so interesting to hear Candy just massage the fuck out of Alexis in Untucked and be like, you know, we're kind of cut from the same cloth. You know, we're both New York girls, you know. Uh, I was just like, ooh, that's smart. Yeah. Like, just, like, go into that and mm-hmm. be like, no, we're the same. We're actually the same, you and me. 
you know. But they're like such different brands of New York girls. You know what I mean? It's just like oh, completely. You're not, completely. B- but you're not. You know what I mean? Like one's Long Island, one's the Bronx. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, very Alexis different. Michelle is Aubon Payne. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? She's La Payne Quotidian. All the pains. She's bringing all the pain. She's Paris she's, Baguette. She's Paris Faguette. She's yes. Paris Faguette. You know? Paris Faguette. Yeah. And uh, Candy Muse is not. Candy's the deli around the corner. Where they yeah. make the great bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, do not get me wrong about uh, the deli or the bodega around the corner. It is a staple. It is a, a really important. People talk. People come to that neighborhood just to go to that bodega, pet the cat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But Alexis what, Michelle you know, goes whereas, to the West Side Market. She goes. <laughs> what's What's the other one? Um, Cinderella. What is the? Oh, Cinderella. Um, She's going to Cinderella. <laughs> She's getting her focaccia <laughs> from Cinderella. Yes. She's getting the smoked salmon uh-huh. from Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for the Cinderella sure. story. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in Candy, Candy, wait. It's, it's a West Side story. It's a, it's, yeah, uh, the West, it's a West Side story, story, a West Side market yeah. story, a Cinderella story. Candy, Candy, wait. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hard candy, and it's with a K, you know? Yeah. That's Candy's story. For oh, sure. that's, yeah. see. A Bronx tale? Yeah, okay, a candy tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hard, tale. A hard, yeah, 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 hard candy. I mean, that would be, if they had, if they had a branding challenge, I don't know why... Oh, Hard Candy Christmas? Hard Mary. Candy Christmas. Maybe she could release oh. a song. Hard Candy Mary. Christmas. Hard, hard Candy Christmas. Hard Candy Christmas. Uh, Mary, I just think a Hard Candy Christmas, uh, if that was her, the name of like uh, a holiday special mm-hmm. oh, that Candy hosted, oh my God. And Mary. it's like the Pee Wee Herman <gasps> Christmas special, but it's Candy yes. News. And like yes. different- and she. Aja shows up, does some yes, boging. Yes, I was going to say, mm-hmm. yeah, she slams the door in somebody's face, mm-hmm. you know? I'm just seeing a lot of that. Yeah. She, oh, she's having the best time. She's just cutting up with her sisters. Oh, my know? God. And there has to be, hopefully, Tamisha shows up. Maybe just, maybe the way that Dinah Shore shows up just on the TV screen, maybe <laughs> Tamisha shows up, and then she's like, sorry, you're coming in, we can't hear it. You're, you're coming in fuzzy, and she just, like, disconnects her. I guess that Tamisha Mon she... network's not working as well as you thought it would, and she disconnects her. <laughs> I was going to say, the other running gag is she, you know, keeps getting delivered, like, presents from Tamisha Mon, but they're, like, ticking time bombs. Mm-hmm. And so, she, you know, she, she knows to throw them out, or or she rejects the gifts, right? Yeah. That's the other gag from Tamisha Mon. Uh, but they anyway, know that she says, right. you're not going to hit me. Not yeah, you're gonna not going to hit me. me. Yeah. You're not going to hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love all of this. I love all of this. Okay, so Chanel and Raven are in the workroom. We talk about Jimbo and tucking. I guess that was like a thing. Uh, there's like a lot of Jimbo and Alexis shenanigans going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, they're really setting up like a Jimbo. Like, I feel like they were throwing us off the scent completely of like, oh, no, maybe Lala will be fine. Maybe Jimbo will, will really mess up this week. And then, oh, I know what Alexis is going to have to decide. Is she going to send the front runner? home or is she going to send candy who she's afraid of home? Yeah, yeah that's actually an interesting kind of ploy or a red herring the Jimbo kind of inclusion here I wonder if they're also just like moving a chess piece because Jimbo's going to send Alexis home next week oh that would make a lot of sense that would make a lot of sense Ooh, I like that even more like, well you like Jimbo says in the clip for next week she's like well, you said you weren't going to send Lala home, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, Alexis is like, oh, Jimbo, you told me last week you weren't going <gasps> to. 
Well, and oh, then my God, of course, the added twist of Alexis denying hearing that Candy said she was going to send Jimbo home. So it's kind of yes. like, oh, you can't trust. Yes. Now we all the all the ways we can't trust Alexis. Gout, get out of here. Get out of here. They're going to get her out of there. They're going to get uh, her. Jessica's just going to Jessica this whole time is like. Regina George at the end of Mean Girls, just like watching the zoo around her. Yeah, no, crossing she, her arms. She, yeah. yeah, she's she's the the Sue Let Snell of this competition. She's mm. the sole survivor. Mm. Mm. Another Carrie reference. Come on, Sue Snell, you know. pa- paging Jessica Wilde. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else was there. Oh, Candy was struggling with her gown. We saw that. We saw Jessica hot gluing things, referencing Kylie Sonique Love, who was on her season, which I totally forgot about. Yeah, I I always have to kind of do that thing of like season two or season three, season two or season three. I have to kind of like like push those. I have to like separate those two in my brain before I can remember who was on which season. Mm. Um, mm. I did like. I mean, I I felt like there's been so many produced conversations that I felt like um, Jimbo was saying to Candy, like Candy, whenever you hook up with dudes, do they slap your titties or they ever slap your titties around? Felt like real like drag like drag queen workroom banter it felt like the the producers were like oh somebody ask a question ask a funny question and then jimbo in kind of a clowning way Mm -hmm. was kind of like oh i'll ask this yeah you know yeah it was great you know uh i hope they do i hope those titties do get slapped around i hope i hope that works out for her oh man well you know i I don't know. This is, I, I will say, they're, they're setting all of this back, backstabbing, blindsiding up, you know, for drama because the fandom asked for it, but not all the fandom. And I'm, at this point, I'm just like, just produce a show and the fandom's going to do whatever they want to do, right? I, 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 at this point, I think we have to like pull the pendulum back. You know what I is mean? Like, happening? stop trying to placate. Is the show placating fans or are queens placating I think so. the fans? I think both are. I think absolutely both are. I mean, I just think that you're just pissing in the wind, you know, because no matter what you do, people aren't going to like it. Yeah, I would think that they would hold that perspective. I mean, it's not like Drag Race is losing fans. Uh, it's no queen of the All universe. Stars, <laughs> girl, we're talking about that on Matreon for sure. Yeah. But um, no, we but I guess for Paramount Plus. It's a good show for Paramount Plus, but not everybody has it. You know, it's definitely not the same viewership as VH1. Well, yeah, and the it fact that be. each season kind of hopscotches around platforms, it's like, yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, let's let's bring it to the runway where uh, RuPaul is. She is giving Wendy O. Williams of the Plasmatics mm. this week, not to be confused with Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams, yeah, sure. Uh, she looked like a neutrino from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm, a neutrino. Do you know that reference? I don't. I can look it up. A neutrino sounds like a fiber bar. Let's they're see. from Dimension X. All right, let's see. And they're really small. Uh, and they're really small. Do I mean neutrino? Well, there is a there is a company called Neutrino Health Limited. You know, I might just have to take your word for it or look it up later because all I'm seeing are like, applesauce packets um because there's a baby food brand called neutrino <laughs> maybe i'm getting the name wrong Mutant maybe you're thinking of the baby food. yeah no i'm right yeah. no i'm right neutrino i don't know what you're looking up but it's spelled n-e-u 
T-R-I-N. Oh, I'm just looking at N-U. And so I was getting a lot of baby food packets. Um, oh. Yeah. In any event, uh, I because, you know, people love to listen to me Google. You know, I, an observation, something to think about, is I felt it this week. I feel like Ross Matthews is like Melanie Linsky in Drag King Drag. Go back and look, especially this week. There was something about it was like, I could see this being Melanie Linsky in drag. There's a there's a Linsky energy. Okay. All right. Monica Monica Linsky. Yep. Not to be confused with Lewinsky. No, not a, no. Yeah, Mon it's just Monica Linsky. Got treated terribly by the president and the press. Yes. Well, you know, uh, she got what she asked for. You know? She got what she asked for. Yeah, well, well, little girl. You know. Don't you not gonna hit me? Not gonna hit me. Don't try it, little girl. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. Um, what was I just thinking? Oh, you know who was? Um, I have a question about. I, I doubt this person was in your orbit, but maybe. Um, Incubus. Are you? Were you an Incubus kid? Or I feel like my brother about was. I've heard of Incubus. I was not familiar with Brandon Boyd, but I would do whatever weird shit Brandon Boyd wanted to do. Yep. Anything. Yep. I just want him to like do a few hours of yard work in our suburban backyard first, and then I want to do whatever weird shit he wants. Yeah, I agree. He's the type of guy where it's like, I feel like he would do gay shit with me just just to be nice, you mm. know. I I think he, and it would be totally understood. Like, oh no, I get that you're being nice, you know. I think that yeah. he I think he could get into some real weird shit. They do. I really do. And I honestly, this gay pride season, I say yes. Yes, this G Pride, G just this season. G Pride season. Let's make it very clear. Um, you keep saying gay pride, gay pride, gay pride. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm not uh, mincing the pride, anything. <laughs> the gay pride of Castle Rock. Um, yeah. The only mincing so, I'm we, doing is the mincing that I do around town. Um, no, I'm. I don't know. I just anyway. Uh, <laughs> the only mincing I'm doing are the mints I'm putting in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. You know? Before I suck all these cocks. <laughs> Uh, uh, I love a I, I love a cock hound, Mary. Come on, yeah, cock hound. yeah. Uh, I identify as cock hound. Um, Mary, he is such a fantastic vocalist. I was a huge fan with a bunch of my friends, and still to this day, like my friend Ash and I uh, sing when we went hiking in Portland. We were singing Incubus songs uh, from Drive to Warning. Uh, stellar. Oh God, there he. Th there's some great Incubus songs. If you were in that like emo alt rock place, you know, Our Lady Peace, kind of Third Eye Blind, right? Uh -huh. You know, it like the second generation of that. I remember. I remember those names. So I think, yeah, my brother, because my brother was a big Metallica fan, so I feel like oh, he was okay. of that ilk but i feel like you i feel like it did spill over into incubus but i don't think i could name a Wall, single incubus what song. was it the wallflowers is that, what, is that what they're called uh they were like uh one headlight exit light oh one headlight that's what i'm thinking about yes one headlight incubus uh it was it was close to like blink 182 right close to third eye blind it was you know but it was his voice that people loved he had mm. a great fucking voice uh love him i was just shocked i didn't even know he looked like that i yeah i i mean 
I don't even know who he was, but I, you know, it's just, it's nice to see straight people on drag race, you know? Hey, it's also nice to see straight men having like the best time on drag race to the point where like, okay, I don't think you're promoting anything. I think you're just a fucking fan. Yeah, I know. I didn't feel like there was some, you know, incubus album that this was yeah. tied into. I, uh, I felt like he was just happy to be there. You know, as uh, from what I know about getting celebrities to be on the judging panel, it's just a it's a lot of hours. It's a long day of shooting, and a lot of people don't really want to do it. So it might have been a moment where they're like, "Hey, we have a hole. Can we get somebody that just wants to be on?" Oh, okay, yeah, Brandon. Brandon's been writing in for years. Oh, okay, let's get Brandon. All right, great. If Brandon Boyd wants to fill the hole, I think we should let him. You know, uh-huh. uh, sorry, know Helen Mirren. Yeah. I yep. too- what a mess. Yeah. That's the plan. That's the intention. Yep. And then uh, and I choke oh, on him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just like a river of boogers. Yeah. Uh, there was a moment during the runway that I want to just kind of highlight and maybe queen out on, talk about briefly, and it's this moment. They call this look Slappercock because mm. it's slap. Okay. I'm down with the kids. Yeah. Oh my God. Did RuPaul just, was, did, should she just not hear what Michelle was saying or was she just like, Michelle, enough? <laughs> yeah, I, right. It's like RuPaul had just completely dissociated and was like, uh huh. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. Wow. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a great joke. I'll say, you know, listen, you know, I'm I'm no stranger to a bad joke. Uh, it's a dad dad joke is what she made. Yeah. But like, like a, it was like a stepdad joke, you know, and I could say that because I have a stepdad because I'm a child of divorce. Um, but I did really like when she's after I think after uh, Alexis Michelle's lips uh, lip sync her runway when she said, well, that was grape. I thought that was so cute. Well, that was grape. I thought it was really funny. So mm. a redemption arc for Michelle Visage this week. The it's oh God, their relationship is so interesting to me because I know I even even during the judging, I think RuPaul was like, blah, 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 blah. how do you say that word? And Michelle's like, decolletage. She's like, oh, yes, decolletage. Um, like they just they know each other so well. And when there's moments like this happen, I'm reminded I'm like, there is still a barrier between them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, like there's still a very clear like RuPaul's in first class, Michelle's in economy plus. Like it is what it is. <laughs> and Michelle, I'm going back. I'm going back. Sorry. Uh, it's a comeback reference. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Michelle might work her way up to business class. But but as she does, RuPaul's going to work his way up to private jet. You know what I mean? Like, it'll always sure. be a little bit yeah. different. But, you know, I'm team Michelle. See you there. I'll see you there. I'm I'll going see on you the there. Jet, I'm taking the PJ. Yeah. She would call it a PJ. That's like real luxury when you call it a PJ. Do people call it that? I think I think. Like cool people do. I think it's like a yeah. I don't know. I'd take him a PJ. Yeah, um, you know. I can't even hear that. I wouldn't take anybody seriously. It'd be like, oh my that. god. Then we just like took the PJ to Ibiza. You know, it'd be like one of those things. No big deal. That's very housewives though, right? Probably. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like Lisa Reno would call it a PJ in an Instagram post. Don't you talk about my husband? Is that yeah. her? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I got it right. Yeah, okay. Lisa Reno. Right. 
I'm a Housewives gay now. You See? love Housewives. I love the Housewives. I love Andy Cohen, well, and I you, love the Housewives. because you love Andy Cohen so much. Yeah, it's, that's right. I love Andy Cohen. I love the empire that he's built. You yeah. know, I love what he did to Kathy Griffin. I, you know, And I love the Housewives. Yeah, I think they're great TV. I think they're great. You know, random thought, because I saw this clip of Teresa from New Jersey doing some, like, I don't know, oh, cameo. Married 19 times. 19 yeah. times. Prostitution whore. In the morning. Yeah, that's right. You know, yep. if you look at her, especially now, I would love to see Sandra Bullock play Teresa in something. <gasps> Tell her about me. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect. And she would do so well. Right. There'd be prosthetics and whatnot, but she would kill it. Like, she's got the basis there. They'd have to obviously, like, bring down her hairline, like, right above her eyebrows and blow out the lips and all that. But Sandra Bullock as Teresa... Judice. I would love Sandra Bullock to play Teresa Judice in like I want them to create a fake housewives like universe, right? Where they take queens from uh, queens, housewives from each season and like Viola Davis plays Nene Leakes. Yeah, absolutely get prestige Oscar-winning actresses to yes. play housewives. Yes, to play these just like monsters of humans. Yes. Oh my god, they could get Julianne Moore to play Jill Zarin. <laughs> I don't really know who Jill Zarin is, but that sounds amazing. I think that wait wasn't wasn't she at that that birthday she, party I went to that you didn't go to? No, that was uh, no that birthday party I was at. Dorinda Medley was at. That oh, party. oh, oh, no, but that's not that was an engagement party. Oh, the yeah, birthday party you weren't at at Phoenix Bar, and I think it was Jill Zarin. Oh, yeah, maybe was... Jill has red hair. She was also she was the one in Scary Island. Who didn't? Who came yes. later? Yes. Okay. Now I know who that is. Yeah. Now I know who that is. She like crashes the party, and yep. they're like, "What are you doing here?" Hi. And she's like, "I'm on the same TV show as you guys." Yeah. And then Ramona oh, was stupid. like, "Oh shit." Who's Ramona? She's like the blonde. Is she blonde. Blonde with the crazy okay. eyes. Okay. Yeah. Who plays her? Who oh, plays her in Hollywood? That's a tough one. I think. Oh, that's the toughest one. Oh, so because Dorinda would be played by Edie Falco, and then Ramona. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Uh, the, the Luann has to be played by Edie. No, no, I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm getting them all mixed up. Luann is going to be played by um, a Diane drag queen. Lane. Yeah, Luann, because no, Luann Diane has Lane. kind of a, it's been joked that she has kind of more of a masculine voice and, and that kind of energy. So like. Wow, the binary is real on this yeah, podcast. I think they should just get Cherry Jones to play Luann. I think they should just lean in. I'd love that. <laughs> I think Ramona is the hardest one. I that's uh, folks listening. Who would you cast? Maybe Beth Grant. I don't know. It's got to be bleach blonde hair. Could Heather Graham play her? See, she's older. Heather Graham's too young. I think you need somebody oh. who's like, you need someone who's like a like Sharon Stone. Oh, okay. Maybe oh, is like eighty for Brady age. No, like she's age? like sixty. Oh. She's like sixty-two. Okay, now. a little earlier than yeah. that. Okay. A little earlier. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about Drag Race. Yeah. Uh, but but thank you for thing. indulging me and casting. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, I love Housewives. I love yeah. Housewives. This is I this is them. how I wanted to celebrate gay pride. Absolutely. Yeah, gay pride. That's gay right. pride, That's though. Right. I don't know what else is going on out there. Um, <laughs> what do you mean you, know, you have ex- a girlfriend? <laughs> what do you mean you have a girlfriend? Oh, I wish we had that clip. Yeah. What do you mean you have a girlfriend? <laughs> We're quoting uh, Trixie and Katya, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for Mary's that don't know. Um, Candy's black dress, I thought she looked great. I really did. I, I mean, she looked really, really good. It's just 
on this design challenge compared to the other work on the stage. It, it you know, it just doesn't work. I think the weakest dress was La La Rie, even though I love La La Rie. It, the wig line was off. Granted, like, I'm not a drag queen. I, you know, maybe it was intentional, but like the wig line was a little harsh. The one thing I have a question for you for about Lalaurie's look, the color palette, I was getting like, am I getting like Simpsons? Or there's some cartoon character that I'm like, what is this? Is it Mrs. Krabappel meets I? What, what am I getting? So I think maybe, and th there is sort of a, there's a bit of the color palette of a Butterfinger. Uh, and then I think uh -huh. of Bart Simpson in the Butterfinger commercials. Okay. Because it's like the color of the dress is like the color of the inside of a Butterfinger. Yes. And then the blue in the neckline and those sleeves is like the color similar to the blue of the Butterfinger. And I guess you could say, you know, the color black was and there's giving chocolate me... on it. You know what I mean? Like you go, oh, go all I the way. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the the, the collar reminded me of like um... – Oh, that just that that pa that patch of color is very specific to a cartoon character. It's that like teal, and I don't know, I don't know which cartoon character it is. Anyway, one sleeve. Uh, it was very funny that she was like, "Yep, this wasn't a fashion moment," uh, and then RuPaul losing her shit. Oh, um, just that she didn't have enough fabric. Yeah, I yeah. I I thought Lala looked great, but I hear you. I felt like the the wig line was like, "Oh, that's." That's the first thing I'm noticing, but the makeup was beautiful. I kind of liked the yeah. dress. Maybe I would have done no sleeves. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. No sleeves. Why not? Uh, Jimbo, I thought, was the wow of this week. Like, really. Uh, I thought it was the most memorable, the most Jimbo. Um, and I'm glad Alexis won. Uh, I can say both in the same sentence, right? Yeah. No, I agree. I think Alexis won uh, fair and square this week. I wanted her to clutch her head the way she did when she won Snatch Game on season nine. I wanted, you know, fingers in the curls. Oh, I know. But, Mary, we got that later. So I do want to say this. Jimbo or Jessica, I think, absolutely could have won this week. Um, and maybe in many in another world, like, should have won this week. Jessica, perhaps, um, because she doesn't have a win yet. Um Oh, no, she has one win. Um, if Lala and Candy and Alexis didn't have this juicy-ass storyline to exploit. I mean, that's the thing. It's like this was – obviously, from what we you know saw on Untucked, everybody picked Lala. So no matter what happened at the end, uh, you know, no matter who, no matter who won the lips of the, the challenge, Lala was going home this week. But this was the, the best TV option. You know what was the best TV option also by having Alexis win? We got to see her milk the fuck, eat the scenery, eat the double doors, the saloon doors going into the ladies' room. Alexis walking towards the lipstick was killing me. It was so fucking good. The long sigh, the oh god, the turning away, like this, and god, yeah. the just mugging the theater. It was just. Like camp, it was high drag. We want to talk about high drag moments. Alexis walking towards the, this whole moment. Ah, she just took every advantage of it. it. Was so good. And the makeup and the hair. I mean, she was. Yes. I mean, certainly, uh, she was like channeling like Dorothy Malone, Gloria Graham, like blondes from like you know old mm. Hollywood. I I I loved just who who she was in this look. It was great. It was all. It was uh, just all such wonderful drama. 
we we didn't get the clutching of the hair when she won, but we got the clutching of her heart when she had to send somebody home. The, like Alexis just knows how to make it like to, to go to the back of the theater. You know what I mean? Uh, well, you know, one moment, though, is similar to when RuPaul gave Michelle nothing for her slap joke is RuPaul <laughs> gave nothing to Alexis Michelle oh. for her uh, Golden Girls reference. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she was. I feel like RuPaul had something that day. She had like a clonopin or something. Yeah, she just wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't there. Yeah, because yeah. it was like for anyone who doesn't know, when Alexis says, "I'm jumpy as a virgin at a prison ro- prison rodeo," that's like Blanche in an episode of the Golden Girls, and there is a Dorothy response. I I feel like it's something like that is jumpy or something like that. That RuPaul. I mean, RuPaul missing the beach balls. This is the decline of RuPaul but, Andre Charles, you know. Oh, my God. But, you know, but, you know, if we're talking about the poorly plain drag race, poorly placed drag race quote, this was a poorly placed Golden Girls quote. I, I think it was I think the time or the, the scenario, it was certainly it, I understood why she said it more than I understood the like, and I'm not joking, bitch. Oh, like. God. <laughs> To to quote so Coco Montrese, talking through <laughs> tears, pulling the lipstick. It's oh, just the it's just the drama sandwich, you know. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. It oh god. Um. All right. Listen. I want to talk about Nikki Doll. I have to just call this out. People are screaming. Fans are screaming, screaming. for better treatment. Screaming for better treatment and airtime for early outs. You know, that they've been saying for many seasons, like, oh, they spend so much money to be here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that you just send them home like that. It, like, it's a competition or something, you know. Um, and then meanwhile, one of them comes back. They get to come back and do a lip sync on TV again after being host of Drag Race France. And then they all shit on her. They're like, why are you here, bitch? Uh, hey, listen, Lip Sync Assassin is very loose this season. and It is. I, it I, is. I, 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 you know, and it's just kind of like, all right. We've had like lip sync, lip sync hostage negotiators this season. You know what I mean? They, I, you know, I, I, I will still hold firm. I do want lip sync assassins. I want them to be like the final boss of every video game. I just want them to be the hardest ones to beat. And that means repeats. I think I want it to be American Gladiator style, right? Mm-hmm. You have Zap, you have Turbo, you have Nitro. I just want them all to be really, really difficult. And it's beat. like one... I want them to come prepared, have mm-hmm. gags, to have like weeks to practice the song. Like I want it to be that hard. And it's like Kennedy Davin- Kevin Davenport is back this week. Like these yes. kind of familiar faces like in the roster of like, oh, yeah, like shit. You want to look like oh, Sasha Sasha Colby. Shit. shit. Yeah. Donna to Donna. Yeah. 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 They're just going to reveal the reveal the lip sync assassin. And it's. Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. Shit. Shit. You know? Donna to Donna. Yeah. yeah. That's what we want. That's what we want. I feel like Anitra is going to come back as a lipstick assassin. You know, you want you want it to be impossible. I think that's what makes it so entertaining when they win. Because then if they're losing week after week, right, the stakes get higher and higher for that prize. Mm-hmm. That's good TV. So I don't know. I feel like they could have brought somebody else that could nail this song. Nikki did a fine job. I I just I I don't love what she does with her face during a lip sync. I was just like, well, 
not you know yeah it was a fine lip sync but not that entertaining until the very end yeah i think alexis i really liked you know in the song when alexis got very like intense on the like where you shouldn't be playing part and she got like real just like oh it's like oh my, mrs michelle is pissed and i i enjoyed that i thought she was given some face i didn't even need the split she was like oh i did a split yeah. it's like it's yeah. it's week eight honey yeah, <laughs> we've seen. I, well, I haven't got a single crybaby, but I got a split from Alexis Michelle. Uh, I yeah, what it was, it was almost a split. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like you know when you take the elevator down from the second floor, you know. Yeah, I, I, there was a gap. There was a large gap. Yeah, but that's okay. Hey, listen, I know that she can do a split. I've seen it before. She has a great lipstick to two one two by Zelia Banks, and. Uh, I, I know she can do it. Um, I got to say, her lip sync, I don't know if you're going to get this. It's similar to what RuPaul said to, like, Ketamine. But, like, her lip sync was very cross-dressery. Like, mm. there, like, there was this energy to Alexis Michelle that I was so entertaining and so good and, like, a little pervy. And I loved it. Like, when she did that, like, thrusting of her, of her, of her, crotch of her hips that one part i i don't know i it was very it, it was entertaining um was it gaggy no but not every lip sync needs to be especially when you have a song like this you don't want to be too much you don't want to be like pussy slamming you know yeah this isn't a gaggy song this is no this is just like a i, I don't know it wasn't my favorite song choice but alexis won we got that moment uh you know it all worked out uh, in terms of a great episode of TV, I liked when Lala checked the lipstick. Like, I think, you know, Lala took it with <laughs> grace, but, um, you know. She did. She did. I liked her her faux anger, but not really during when she packed up all her stuff, which was like, ah, oh, fuck her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. to read this. Fuck you. I love that. I do love that. Oh, Lala. Well, there you go. La la la. Yes. Um, I think I think we're ready for a BSA of the week. Who, who's getting it, Mary? Aunt Chanel. Absolutely, Chanel. Oh. I mean, listen. You know, the the queens. This episode, everybody contributed to the narrative, and everyone was having their part. But like, I I think Chanel to me is kind of like, oh, if Chanel's in the room, good luck getting yeah. the BSA because she just is. The, she's she's it. Yeah. She's it. Yeah, she's BSA. Alexis is BA. Um, mm -hmm. I marry Bachelor of Arts. Absolutely. It's, you know, oh, yep. God. That moment when she's walking, that is probably one of the best lip sync things. The second, like, one of them, if not my favorite, is Jujubee doing the brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
She's afraid of candy. She's terrified of her. I'm terrified. That's not true, Candy. It's not true, Ugh. Candy. She's terrified. <laughs> she was shaking in her boots. These boots are made for shaking. It's not true, Candy. Uh, anyway. Well, we'll see what happens next week. We do get Alexis and Lala, I believe. Uh, at Roscoe's next week. So that'll be an interesting kind of like damage control. I feel like Roscoe's is sort of turning into a damage control type of uh, viewing party, like the third untucked, you know? Mm. I haven't really been watching any of them, but, uh, you know, I watched the Well, pit if stop. Nisha isn't there, I, oh, I, I, I didn't watch this week. I just don't like Valentina. Uh, I, I, I'm just kind of, I don't really understand what she's doing. I get that she's gorgeous and a talented drag queen. I'm just not. I know I'm not entertaining. Just hate her. But yeah. <laughs> God, I'm gonna get so much hate mail. Um, no, the Nasha Lopez, when she's not there, the Roscoe's viewing parties are not very good. I don't I'm not a huge fan of I think her name is Maddie. Um uh yeah, I she also looks gorgeous and I I never agree with any of her takes. So uh when she's when Nasha isn't there to kind of temper that, I don't know. Uh it's not so good. But uh, no, it's a nice thing to kind of put on while I'm like cleaning my apartment or something. Hmm. I should try doing that. Should I clean my apartment? Oops. Oops. Your jacket should be longer uh, than your shirt. Well, I was going to say. What a mess. Yeah, what a mess. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like we've gotten the whole episode. I just have to play it at least. And your jacket should be longer than your shirt. <laughs> it's so satisfying. <laughs> I get it. All right, Mary. Well, uh, I think we're going to leave it there. If you have any thoughts on your winner, baby, you can reach out to us on Instagram at All Right Mary Pod, uh, on the web at www.allrightmary.com, or you can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can hear more of me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where we queen out on best supporting actresses like Chanel every week. And you can find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. And, of course, you can get more of both of us, including our continued Matreon conversations, where we're, this week we're going to be talking about best supporting Chanel and another drag queen and some iconic lip syncs. Uh, and uh, so much more. Erica Andrews. Erica, Erica Andrews, Andrews, for that matter. Yes, say her name. Say her, say name. her name. And yes. we're even putting out an Only Marys. Oh, 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 an RIP. Uh, and we're even putting out an Only Marys this week. This is a great, you know, gay pride. Everybody pride. Everybody can come listen to us at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Yeah, on Only Marys, I feel like we're going to be talking about the premiere of And Just Like That. I have some thoughts on on the Che Pasa of it all. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a lovely Che, you know, track uh, nine, just like that. Yes, uh, it's a lovely Che, lovely Che, <laughs> lovely Che. Um, so wait, uh, Mary, I know that we had a little bit of a snafu of the clip of the week. Do we not have a last chance lip sync this week? Well, given all the chit chat about it, it'll be an Incubus song. Oh, I love it. I love it. I know exactly which one I want. Do you know which one you want? I think I want it to be um, just a pill because she's being a little bitch. Oh, no, I'm I kidding. Like I'm, we've done, but I feel like we've done that lip sync before, but I think we should absolutely do that one. 
Okay, maybe we'll do that. I mean, I, I don't, I, we can do an Incubus song. I don't know any of them, so I just said the other song I knew of that well, we talked about my, today. Well, the one that first came to mind, I was just like, oh, well, we should do Warning. We should do Warning. It's very dramatic. Um, but no, I think just like a pill. Yeah, let's just like a pill. Let's do that. So good. Yeah, Ugh. and and you know maybe maybe on our Matreon episode we'll play ourselves out with Incubus for anybody who needs that push over the line to join us on Matreon. We're going to play Incubus at the end of the episode. Yes, that's right. That's, uh... So pardon me while I burst into flames. Yeah, and uh, Tatsy. I can't stay on your morphine.